Hi, I'm Derek Mast. And I'm Tanya Mast. We've got two kids, Rainy. Hiya! And Emerson. And we're set to learn about marriage, parenting, and whatever else comes up. This is the journey of two young homeschooled Christian parents exploring what we're teaching and learning while we grow ourselves and raise our kids. So, Tanya, my amazing and complicated snowflake, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what's happening. What, what did you learn the past couple of weeks? So, the biggest thing that I've been working on learning the past few months is to keep my emotions in place surrounding what is causing them which ah. sounds confusing. Mm-hmm. but And I've talked about this some on social media, but um, basically not allowing my frustrations from one thing or uh, my emotions, my stress, um, my workload, any emotions from one thing to spill over into my relationships. So what that looks like is stopping and asking myself, am I really this frustrated that Derek forgot to empty the trash when Mm. he said he would last night? Or am I frustrated that I just don't have the amount of patience and grace that I started the day with? Am I frustrated because um, the things that I was planning on accomplishing today have not gotten done and just my idea of what today would be is very different? Am I frustrated because somebody hurt me or, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Figure out where my emotions are coming from because honestly, sometimes they're coming from really silly things and my family can suffer in a small way or in a big way from that. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I just realized it was a good gift to give to myself and to give to my family um, to not allow my emotions to spill out from various other things. And I mean, to be fair, I don't think that I'm a very emotionally explosive person, but when a challenging time in life comes along, I would like to be prepared (laughs) to not have that spill over. And I mean, to be able to teach emotional maturity to my kids that way. So Mm -hmm. that's what I've been learning. What have you been learning, Derek? Well, mine, none of mine are nearly that deep, but (laughs) here we go. So I learned what heat rash is. This is this is a significant thing for me because I I have for a while now, for a couple of years now, I've experienced like this this prickly feeling when I get like uh, when I exert myself suddenly or I get hot all of a sudden and then you know whatever. And apparently this is heat rash and this is the thing that a lot of people experience and it's not just me. I thought I was crazy. But apparently I just need to drink more water, is what my coworker tells me. Nobody's been telling you that. What? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be a butt. No, Tanya is amazing about drinking a ton of water. She like from when she was a child, she drank she was like advocating for drink like a ton of water. <laughs> I don't even know. If that was, I like, was bored with a water bottle in my hand. <laughs> Basically, it was not like that. But but so apparently with heat rash, um, like it, it it happens when when your pores try to sweat, but I guess either the sweat can't come out or or it doesn't have any sweat to come out, and so it just kind of burns and. 
prickles and it's not a pleasant sensation and I absolutely hate it. And there's been nothing that has um, inspired me to uh, drink water up until now, except definitely if I never had to experience heat rash again, I will drink all the water and pee the many dozens of times that it takes to drink water. Drink all, all the, the water. water. Pee all the time. Oh, my goodness. But seriously, so many people are dehydrated, and they don't realize that that's where their symptoms are coming from. So yes. Yeah. Drink more water. You should be drinking half your body weight in ounces, at least. Yes, that's right. That's right. Or more. <laughs> Indeed. All right, should we do another one of mine or another one of yours? You have how many more yet? Two? One. One? Okay. I have I have four more. Should I do... Oh my goodness, this is going to be a long <laughs> podcast. No, I'll try to make them quick. So I've discovered that Emerson is a night owl. Yes. We've both been discovering this the past week. He has been... He it, gets really tired about an hour before bedtime. Uh-huh. And then when we put him down at bedtime, and we've tried earlier too, that's not the problem. Yep. He cries and cries and cries. We don't like to let him cry very yeah. long. Yeah. Um. But, you know, if he's self-soothing, that type of thing. But yeah. he cries, he's upset, so we bring him downstairs, and then he's all grins, and he he is willing to normally entertain himself, and he's the happiest that he is all day. So, are you a night owl, Derek? No, I am not a night owl. I, well, see, I don't Derek know for up sure. Derek 4 a.m. just for kicks and giggles. This is okay. This is mostly a self-discipline thing rather than a like this is what my body wants me to do sort of thing. Um, but, Were you ever good at staying up really late though? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Back when I was a teenager, back when I wasn't allowed to stay up late, I was I was up late all the time. I never knew that man. Yeah, yeah. And then and then I got a construction job, and then I had to get up early, and then I couldn't stay up until eleven o'clock regularly all the time. I worked 13-hour night shifts, and I worked incredibly early in the morning at nursing homes and you, still stayed up late. You are a true blood night owl, that's for sure. I'm not really anything. I'm just kind of whatever happens to suit me. Anyways, next thing that you learned. Next thing that I learned. The greatest showman isn't that good. <laughs> Don't open this can of worms, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Okay, we don't watch a whole lot of movies, but we watched The Greatest Showman the other night, and it was kind of a mad movie. It was fine. Also it was a musical. Also completely historically inaccurate. But Oh, my oh goodness. I got you into it. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but everybody's going to hate you and us because everybody seems to love it, and I everybody don't understand loves the why. Showman. Well, so I think, I think they like it because music and visuals, even though the CG's bad... And the, I mean, it's the pop and auto tune and nothing yeah. like really harkened back to that time period, which I kind of like, I love that time period. So it's kind of, <sighs> yeah, it was kind of a weird mixing of two eras of like, there's the pop music and then there's everybody's still in old timey clothes and it's set in an old timey land. I feel like they were going for a Hamilton vibe, but it, it wasn't unique or intelligent enough to be able to do that. And now our entire audience is groaning and telling us to move on. And indeed, uh, those darn hipsters. All right, I'll do one more. I'll do one more, and then you can do one more, <laughs> and then I'll do one more. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, uh, it's better to be walking around all day than sit in an office all day with a minor back injury. 
hey, these don't look at me like that. These are the things that I'm learning in life, and we are set to learn on this podcast. Okay. <laughs> I learned that one of my toenails grows longer than the other. <laughs> this is kind of what this feels like right now to me. <laughs> uh, so I hurt my back last week, and uh, uh, then I, I took an easy day yesterday, kind of where did some stuff in the office, and I felt much worse yesterday than I did today when I worked a whole day. And I went into the day feeling about the same each day. So yeah, little tidbits. Stretching out your back's good. So what's the what's the last thing that you learned the past I learned couple of weeks? That it is possible to use a porta potty with a nine month old <laughs> and a two year old. <laughs> Very nice. That had to take some skill. Like within the porta potty as well. Yeah. So I've been in grocery stores before where my toddler, who is currently on like the tail end of potty training, when she suddenly has to go. So I strap the baby into the diaper changing table so that I can quickly lift the toddler onto the toilet. But you're not supposed to leave the baby on the diaper changing table because apparently it's not secure, even right. if they're. Even, Even if they're if, strapped in. Yeah, and because you got of some. those, you know, those magician babies that can wiggle their way out of anything. I don't know. Anyways, so I've literally been like on tiptoe with like one arm reaching out to the, <laughs> hold the toddler on the potty and the other arm like, you know, balancing the baby on the diaper changing table. Mm-hmm. I've been there before, but never have I reached the expert level of using a porta potty with a nine month old and a two and a half year old. Mm-hmm. And mind you, both of them are trying to touch everything in the porta potty, and don't even get me started on that. <laughs> the second time, we used the porta potty twice. Oh wow! The wow. second time, I was helping the toddler sit, so I had the door sort of open, and then I was standing like outside the door, had it open a little bit, but enough to give her privacy. And Murray was like grabbing. St- gravel from the ground so i was like (laughs) holding rainy on and trying to make sure that he doesn't like choke stuffing gravel into his mouth (sighs) there was a it was it was a good day yeah yeah that had to take oh my goodness such a wonderful mind picture (laughs) i like you did that i walked out of there and i was like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, <laughs> which is not at all the context of that passage. But I kind of felt Heresy. like doing double fists in the air and saying, I am the master commander or, oh, yes. or something of the like. So. Yes. Yep. That is definitely an accomplishment. I would love to hear other mom accomplishments. So uh, if you have ones like that. Hashtag mom accomplishment. Yeah. Maybe there should be something shorter. Hashtag mother accomplishment. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag mom mom win. Mom win? Yeah. There you go. Sure. <clears throat> or like mom Olympics or something. Which you can uh you know, tag us in your Instagram post or your or your tweet. Because we have a Twitter and Instagram. I'm doing a terrible job at this. <laughs> but not mom ghouls. Because I don't understand why people like people post pictures. Bless you if you're one of those people. But I just feel like if I posted a picture of us and then said couple goals, hashtag couple goals, mm-hmm. I'm like, that sounds really conceited. We That's are the goal for you to maybe people mean something else. Usually but- people. Well, usually I see it in the context of. These people are really cute. These are my 
goals for my significant me and a future significant other or something. No, but people post pictures of themselves and then they're like couple goals about themselves. <laughs> I don't, know. <laughs> That's really I don't funny. understand. That's terrible. But uh um, again, maybe I'm I'm misunderstanding, so sorry if I sound judgy. <laughs> we you would love you. to hear your feedback. <laughs> at set to learn on Twitter or Instagram. Okay, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Shall we get into our main topic this week? Sure, Derek. What are we talking about? We're going to be talking about how we met. Doing a little bit more backstory, a little bit more history about uh, the Derek and Tanya saga. So you really can understand how weird we are? Yes. And so that you're not surprised heading into this podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean, I like to think that everybody is a little wonderfully weird and that's kind of my hope. That's why I like people. Yeah. Yeah, people are interesting because they're strange. And uh, if you pretend you're not strange... We will find you, and we will find you strange. We will make you strange. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Okay, so uh, do you want to kick things off? I feel like we said vaguely how we met um, in our introductions, maybe. Should we explain how we did not meet? That would be useful. Do you want so, me to explain? Sure, go ahead. So we did not meet through working at the same theater at the same time, the same Christian theater mm-hmm. uh, at the same age. We did not meet when we uh, were both homeschooled, interacting with like all the same people. Mm-hmm. We did not meet when I dated two out of three of Derek's closest friends. In high school. In high school. Yep. Yep. Caleb was the one who got away. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> I hope he listens to this. And hears that. Uh, how else did we not meet? We did not meet when we uh, were literally sitting at the same table with each other's best friends. Yeah, at, that's right. Uh, prom. Yes. Yeah, we <laughs> took each other's best friends to prom. We didn't realize that till after we were married, which was hilarious. <laughs> And uh, we did not meet through various other life crossings where we were at the same places. But yeah, basically, when we started dating, I was like, stop stealing my life because both second children, both like just a comical amount of similarities. Mm -hmm. And at some point or another, I started following your blog that you like your Zanga uh, way back when. And so I was like familiar. I knew who you were. I just never talked to you. I don't know how I, why, maybe I thought you were cute and that's why I followed you on Zanga. And I thought your philosophical ponderings were interesting. The, you know, the, the angsty teenage years and such. Angsty poetry. Mm -hmm. Nobody understands me. It's very attractive for some reason. Mm. (laughs) You wanted to be my hero. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was past that, I think, when you started following maybe, me. Maybe, maybe. No, you, you seem pretty sane. Um, so. Oh, and we were both we were both in the same dance circles for a while. Mm-hmm. We were both Lindy hopping, well, swing dancing. I wasn't Lindy hopping at that point. Was I? <laughs> now I am. Yes. Um. So we met. We met at dancing again. That's when we met up again. Um, I remember we we had talked there uh, 
previous times, like every couple of years when you came back from Bible college or yeah. whatever. I'm an introvert, but I do service level conversations really poorly. So I'm mm-hmm. like, let's dig in. Let's let's have a chat. And um, so we ended up talking about deep life issues, different times, mm-hmm. missions, trips, what God was teaching us. Um, I congratulated you on your relationship that you were in. Uh exactly after it ended That's which right. is just my life curse <laughs> i'm always the first person who like uh-huh so how's that going oh we just broke up like l- in college literally like a minute after something happened like i was talking <laughs> <sighs> it's wonderful i didn't have i i wasn't bothered at all by this but it was amusing to watch you uh fumble and apologize but i wasn't apologize bothered at all. profusely <laughs> You're sweet. Um, and then, so at some point, I don't know, you commented on my blog at the time. Um, you told me when we were like dancing that you yes. had read something that I wrote and you liked it. And I was like, oh, I oh, should yeah. probably return the favor and actually check out his blog. Mm-hmm. And I commented on a post about how our relationship with God shouldn't be feelings oriented alone. Um, yes. That theology should be deeper than that. So I commented on that. And this was a big cage stage for me at the time. And there were like no girls that agreed with my point of view on that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's a girl. And she likes me. <laughs> and uh, Tanya's response was just so uh, clear and uh, decisive and complimentary. And I was like, this, this girl knows what she's talking about. I am going to date her. Theology and, brought us together. Yes. Yeah. Literally. Um, and then... Also, like, the week before Derek asked me out, um, I literally said to my friend, boy, that Derek is uh, still single. I don't I don't understand why he's still single. I wonder if he has a deep, dark secret, like he's a woman or something. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, and I'm a, I was a fairly visible person in the swing dance community because I was pretty good at the time. And there was a few girls who were very into him. Mm-hmm. Which it's I true. guess he wasn't aware of or he wasn't interested in. Yeah, there were, that's a whole Water other story. Water under the bridge. Yep, that's right. So, But you would have married a tree at that point, so. Uh, well, this was a point where I was like very much pursuing looking for a wife. So no more like Joshua Harris, I kissed dating goodbye crap. This was, I'm going to date to marry, dang it. And so I saw Tanya as a, ooh, I, I want to date this girl. I want to get to know this girl better. So asked her out. We started, be, because of the constraints of her job, we weren't able to go out or like get together for like a week or so, week and a half yeah, from I when was- I asked you out. Helping to oversee a women's maternity home, a Christian maternity home for single pregnant women. So I, I and was. She lived there twenty four seven. Yeah, I was living there most of the time, and every other week I had a little bit of the weekend off. So I was not really in a place in my life where I was like, mm, "I'm going to start dating soon." Not that I was opposed to it, obviously, but the men that I was interacting with because of that job were not really guys that I was interested in. And anyways. So Derek asked me out and we basically texted nonstop. Oh my goodness. Such millennials. For- and I was not a texter. I was like one of those anti-texting guys and we just texted. Like Neither crazy. of us are like 
LOL, are you abbreviation type people? Yeah, I I type in full sentences. Yeah, me too. So it was Derek maxed out his data in a very short amount of time. Mm -hmm. His phone is like, new phone, who dis? (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, uh, yeah, and we covered our basic theology within the first couple of days, and uh, by the by the time like by the time we met up for the first time after we were both aware that uh, we wanted to date each or go out, um, I was fairly certain that I wanted to marry you. You texted your mother. Yes, I did before our first date, and you were like, "What? What did you say?" Um, I did not know about this, by the way. I said I something about. I'm, I think I'm going to marry this girl. Uh, how do you feel about next spring? This is, maybe, this is the fall Maybe early the summer. Maybe early summer. Yeah. And uh, mom was like, you should take her on, on the first date first. Let's, let's, let's do that first. First date was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And on the way out, I was like, you know, this, this might feel like a long distance relationship because I'm working at this job right now and that's like my first commitment and um i want to be an example to the girls there like they haven't seen a lot of quality men interacting appropriately and you're gonna have to follow the same rules while you're there if they're there Mm -hmm. um that the house father needs to be around when we're hanging out and stuff and yeah it might feel long distance at times and he's like yeah but i'm i'm pretty sure you're worth it so that kind of Mm-hmm. sealed the deal for me and boy was she worth it no um so we went pretty quickly from there on out um from very early on i made my well the first date i made my intentions clear that i date to marry oh yeah i walked out of the restaurant and you're like <laughs> so how do you feel about marriage like so how am i supposed to respond to that yeah i was i was I, i'm i'm a bit forward when it comes to those things and uh so we dated for about a month or two until I wanted to ask you to marry me the first time. And your parents said, no, let's wait for a little while. I was like, okay, I'll ask you in two months. And I did. It was three months total. Yeah, that's that we right. dated. Oh, yeah. Okay. You asked after oh, wow. one month, <laughs> my poor father. Now that I have a <laughs> child, I like semi understand how terrifying that was. Mm-hmm. Even to the end of marrying him they were like it's okay if you change your mind because it was all so fast but we did we did ask a lot of whenever we interacted with friends who knew us or um you know older couples wiser people we would ask their advice we would ask if they had red flags about our relationship what we should be talking about we tried to be really purposeful and full of intent we did pre-engagement counseling with pastor and uh, they were like yeah, you guys are probably fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they were a little bit more positive than yeah, that. Yeah, I mean... Just, they were very positive. Yes. We honestly got a lot of positive feedback, so... Mm-hmm. So then... Dated uh, three months. Got, got engaged, engaged. Married five months later. Yeah. Early summer. Imagine that. It was. It was, wasn't it? It was. So that was how we met and got married. That was it's a wonderful time. I'm glad we're married and not still in that time. Me too. Married is great. 
I like it. So what are some things that you've learned in marriage that have helped with, uh, with the whole process? I went in fully prepared for the first year to be really difficult. And oh, it, yeah. honestly, it honestly was not. And I fully support like people saying, you know, the first year might be difficult because it's better to be prepared, I guess, than not. Um, but I also think that a lot of people are negative. It's kind of like, oh, first year is the worst. Mm -hmm. Oh, just wait. You'll never sleep again with that newborn. Oh, just wait till the terrible twos. But also it's good to be prepared mm -hmm. for difficult times. Um, we only argued about who wanted to have sex more the first year. <laughs> Which is such a weird thing to have a serious argument because about. Because it doesn't feel serious <laughs> at all. Like, yeah. Anyways. Um, but yeah, that, that first year was really great. Um, um, praise God for that. And, mm -hmm. uh, and we also got pregnant that first year. Yes, we did. And I was super sick. So, I mean, honestly, what has been the hardest part of marriage for you? And just to be clear, we're coming up on four years, so we're not mm -hmm. experts in the least. Right. But we still really like each other, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Even with two kids, which is more challenging. Mm-hmm. The hardest part, like uh, the first really hard part for marriage for me was your pregnancy. Cause, because, I mean, this was a thing with your mom too. You got really sick, like more than normal. Um, Basically sick the entire way through the pregnancy with like a yeah. few light spots, but like lost, I think like five to seven pounds in the first few weeks. Um yeah, apparently that's just how I do pregnancy. It's really hard to watch your body go through that and not be able to do anything about it except like guess and see, hey, what if this random food sounds good? Does that sound good? No? Okay. Let me let me think a little bit harder. Does this random food sound good? No. Okay. Random nights does, that I would be like... Does this random food sound good? Yes. Okay, I need to get it in five minutes or else you're not going to want it anymore. <laughs> there were so many nights when I just said, just get me a dry washcloth to lay on my pillow because I need to just <laughs> oh, yes. cry. But I don't want to make my pillow wet because I won't be able to sleep then. Oh, the things that make you cry and laugh at the same time. Yeah. It was all worth it, though. What is with that? What is your hardest part for marriage been? I think so far. I think miscarriage mm -hmm. for sure. That's kind of what I thought. Um, yeah. This would have been the one after Rainy, uh, after we started trying again. You had a miscarriage. Yeah. And yeah, that was a hard time for you. Harder for you than me, and yeah, I'm sure well, frustrating for you that it wasn't. As hard for me. Well, I just didn't, you didn't know how to speak to me in that place because yeah. I felt it in a much deeper way. And when we were both struggling, it was hard for us to take care of each other well. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's where a lot of marital stuff comes from when you're both dealing with heavy things and you don't have enough to give each other anymore. Like, I mean, that's when you need to, you need to always be deeply relying on God. But I think that that's where those more difficult moments come in when you're both exhausted and it's easy to be better because you can't relieve each other's loads mm -hmm. or, you know, broken trust. That's not great either. Yeah. What would you say would be from all of your many years of marriage, 
Oops, I just nosed the mic. Is that okay? Should I start again? No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm keeping that in there. Mm. It's cute when you nose the mic. (laughs) Um, Yeah, what what are some of your tips and tricks or things that you've learned that any advice that you would give? Mm, Yes. And again, we've only been married for four years. I don't think we'll ever think that we know everything Mm -hmm. in any, but just giving that. But I will back up this piece of advice with the fact that just about everybody else has said this to us. It's communication. Mm-hmm. Over-communicate. Mm-hmm. Communicate more. And um, There's a verse in Song of Solomon about uh, where Solomon is saying, catch for us the foxes, or maybe it's the female in it, but saying, catch for us the foxes, my darling, the foxes that are wreaking havoc on the garden or whatever. And that's such a good picture for like, catching those little those little issues um, before they become something big and wreak havoc on your marriage. It's better to over-communicate about something. It's better to always be, I mean, be as open as possible. Don't let anything spring up between you. Be like, let them know what you're thinking in your head and obviously mm-hmm. do it with grace and don't just be spouting useless feelings. I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Don't just be like, I'm I'm tired and I'm annoyed at you right now, so I'm going to communicate about it. <laughs> but, you know, there's a way to communicate graciously. Yeah, yeah. Do it. And also, do it. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cover your children's ears. <laughs> yes, um, that uh, that's very helpful. Is that Murray? Yes, it, that's definitely Murray. He's been kind of back there for... A while. Should he just come in or will he be... We could bring him in and put him on the floor and see what he thinks. Yeah, our little night owl. Can you uh, cover with some wonderful dead air, like humming or... Dead air time. Do, 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 do. Hi, buddy. You look so tired. <laughs> but you can put him on the floor, too. Oh, but now we have him. He is he's cute and adorable and wonderful to hold. Do we have anything else to mention on this? I have short, succinct uh things. Uh before each other, before each other, uh as much as you're for yourself, you know, rooting for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh communicate, which you already covered. Um pray for each other because it's really hard to <laughs> Maria <has> something. <laughs> He's going to go for eating it. Yeah. It's really hard to have a broken relationship when you're praying constantly for the that person. Um, take interests in each other's interests because it means you get to spend more time together mm-hmm. and serve one another well. Grand gestures are fantastic, but the daily... I mean, whenever you bring me a cup of water or you're just aware of my needs, like those little things, those give me all the heart eyes. So, but our mantra, mantra, is that how you say it? Mantra. But our mantra when we were (laughs) dating was talk like intellectuals, play like children, love like Christ. Mm -hmm. And that is on our wall. And it's a very good way of kind of summing up what we're going for. Um, because we love to talk deep. It's fun to talk about your dreams. It's fun to talk about your thought process. Um, we find ourselves sitting on the bathroom floor some nights for hours 
just talking and it's so good or in bed when we're supposed to be sleeping just talking and talking is so good mm-hmm. um playing like children like pants pants each other on the stairs or something you know <laughs> make the most of this time run around and be crazy together give each other a piggyback ride or you know whatever's in your comfort zone we are a little bit childish about or a PDA, and I'm not ashamed at all. It's a wonderful thing. People will look <laughs> at you funny, and you can just... We're married. We yep. flash our wedding <laughs> yes, rings. We just flash our wedding rings. We're Go married. along our merry way. And then Love Like Christ. Love Like Christ, which is a huge, huge undertaking to love like Christ. But that is the goal. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have. That's great. So can I talk to our listeners quick for a second for like just a couple of uh, little things at the end here to give them to do? Sure. Okay. So homework. (laughs) Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, So if, so we have, we are now live as a podcast. Um, This is the first episode that we're recording that, um, after the podcast feed is live. So thank you to everyone who is listening to us. If you would be willing to spend some time to uh, write a review for the podcast, we would be super appreciative of that. If you go to Apple podcasts and leave us a rating and a review, review, it's only going to get better from here, folks. That's right. That's right. So um, just if you can take some time out of your day and do that, we would love you for it. Thanks, Tanya, for learning with me this week. You know, that's what I'm here for, for the rest of our lives. Thanks for joining us. If you want to follow or talk to us, you can do that on Instagram or Twitter at SetToLearn. And our website is SetToLearn.com. Keep learning, and we'll see you next time. so it doesn't sound like drudgery because it isn't for the rest of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to pay for, I was just going to put in the, that's what, that's what I'm there for. That's That's what what I'm I'm here here for. For -hmm. for the rest of our lives. (laughs) (laughs) Love how crazy eyes. (laughs) All right.